Hey, welcome into episode 20 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's I am here with the Worth Brothers, Josh and Jordan. Let's we get it. We made it. Episode We made it, boys. 20 episodes. That's pretty impressive. I'm uh I'm pretty pretty excited. We talked about this when we started this that it was a goal to get to this point and I mean, I think it's gone better than I mean, it's gone a lot better and a lot faster than I anticipated, so I'm pretty stoked with this. Same. Yeah, yeah you Thank guys you, are. Thank you, everybody so who listens. Thank you for all your support and everything. We really appreciate you. You guys all keep us going. Seeing all those like downloads and all the different places that it's being listened to, it just it makes me want to record more and more. So we definitely appreciate everybody out there and listening. And It's been a lot more fun, and we hope to have a little bit more fun with this as we go on. So. Yeah, we're gonna figure out some some stuff for the listeners going forward. Yes. So we'll work yes. on that. I've been looking at uh picking up a jersey or something from Pristine Auction. I think we need to do a giveaway soon. That's, uh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I something think we're works. we're heading to that point for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Something I'm getting a little excited about. So um well, I think we could just hop right into our uh, daily roundabout. Just a little bit of information around the league from Thursday's practices, um, Thursday and Friday practices. Uh, let's take, so Kadarius Tony did not practice again, so it's unlikely for Sunday. Uh, was dealing with one hamstring injury, now he's dealing with a different hamstring injury, so it's not looking like he's going to play Sunday. So the continuation of... Uh, no wide receivers for the Giants uh, stays that way. Uh, Kyle Pitts has been officially ruled out Sunday with a hamstring injury. Cameron Brait was ruled out Sunday as well with a concussion. That was so unfortunate. I literally just picked him up to play him. Uh, Logan Thomas is he iffy. Is, oh, go ahead. I also mentioned Cameron Brait as my start of the week for for this Sunday on the last yeah. episode. So you know, obviously that no longer holds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Logan Thomas is iffy for Sunday as well. That's something to keep an eye on with Jahan Dotson also ruled out. So Curtis Samuel and yeah. Yep. Uh, you can't find a week. good healthy Logan uh, Thomas was Josh's start of the yeah. week at tight end. Yeah. So uh, rough, <laughs> yeah. rough week at tight end. Uh, Curtis Samuel though. And Terry McLaurin are going to be looking for a lot of targets if both of them are out. So uh, Tyreek Hill is hopeful. He was added to the injury report on Thursday. They're still hopeful that he's going to be able to play, though. Wandale Robinson has been ruled out again. Uh, it does look like Amon Ross St. Brown is back at practice, but he's going to be a game-time decision, so that's something to keep an eye on uh, for this week. You, you know, We saw what it did with uh, TJ Hawkinson if he is out, so definitely monitor that one. Uh, Daniel Jones is cleared to play. Uh, don't know what that means. I don't know if he's going to be – Limited in the game. I would expect him to not be running as much in this game, though. Uh, Dawson Knox has been ruled out. Uh, and Isaiah McKenzie is also questionable. Um, he's dealing with a concussion as well, right? Yeah. So we don't know it, where his where he's at. That's something to keep an eye on for Saturday and Sunday morning as well. Uh, Jameis Winston is doubtful. It's looking like Andy Dalton's going to get another start. Um, I think this is, you know, the good news for him is he's going to get Kamara back. Um, Michael Thomas is still out, but Alave has proven that he can take over that role. And I still think Alave is somebody you just throw right into your lineup. 
Uh, as someone who's who's been worried about Michael Thomas for a long time, I was pumped to have that like not be in my brain for the first couple weeks, and now I'm like right back to so so worried about the future for Michael Thomas. Yep, yeah, that's scary. Me too. Uh, Chris Godwin was taken off the injury report. He is good to go for a juicy matchup this weekend for them. Uh, Tom Brady torches Atlanta every time he plays them. So uh, I expect the same thing to happen this week. Uh, Deontay Johnson is good to go. He was taken off the injury report as well. Traylon Barks was finally ruled out for Sunday. Uh, It took them long enough. I couldn't even get him into my IR spot. That was quite frustrating because they knew he wasn't going to play. Rashad Bateman is ruled out this week. So I expect we just talked about this quite a few targets for Mark Andrews this week. And mm-hmm. uh, and Gus Edwards was activated from the pup list, uh, but he is not going to play this weekend. They still have 21 days to um, fully bring him up. Am I correct on that? Or have they completely activated him off the roster I th- or off the pup list? I think he's completely activated now. Uh, he at least had okay. projections for this upcoming game, so I'm not, I'm not hmm. sure if he'll get any play time or anything. But he's already returned to practice, and the notification I saw said he was fully activated. Yeah, J.K. Okay. Dobbins well, was back at practice too and was a full participant. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, oh, he yeah, should be yeah. good Dobbins to go this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, he will be uh he'll be good to go. So um well now we can jump into uh talking about the Thursday night, you know, game that we just all watched. Boring. That's about the only thing I have to say about that game. Thumbs it up. Um I am uh I am a Bronco fan and I am embarrassed. Um you know it Colts just fans, you should be too. Yeah. Uh, it was a defensive game. I mean, I got to give a lot of credit to both defenses. Uh, they played great. Um, Broncos, you know, suffered some injuries there, uh, at the end of the game to Baron Browning and Darby Torres ACL. So, you know, I think that played a little bit of a role in Alec Pierce getting started toward the end of that game and things like that. So, you know, but Alec Pierce, I mean, I kind of want to talk about him a little bit in this, you know, he was caught eight passes on nine targets for 81 yards. Uh, second game where he's had more targets and yards than Pittman. Are you guys worried about Pittman or do you think this is just a matter of like who the matchup was, you know, Sertan versus, you know, the second string corner. That's got a lot to do with it. in in my mind that and Alec Pierce is here. Yeah. He, he seems really uh, just competent, dude. He seems like a good wide receiver. I like watching him out there. That well, that one catch that he catch. made, the catch <laughs> yeah. that he made on the ball that was tipped at the line was mm-hmm. incredible. He absolutely ripped that away from the defender. It should have been an interception, and it ended up being a completion. I think maybe for first down or for just short. It was first for a first down. down. It was. It was, for, it was incredible. I yeah. <laughs> I so, sent a message in our chat as soon as he did it. I was like, that should have been a pick. Like yeah. Keep an eye on that guy. And if you're a dynasty owner, you are probably pretty happy right now because he's doing some stuff that is like, you know, next level as far as uh, like uh, uh, catch, like we call it. Win rate? Yeah, like just uh, contested catch. Oh, there you go. Yes. That's what I was trying to think of. So (laughs) um, I don't know. And he's had some decent separation on some some of those receptions as well. So uh, he can be good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think each... we all know that Russell Wilson played really bad, but lost in that conversation is just how bad Matt Ryan was in this game. He was terrible too. Yeah. I think uh, being the expectations that were with the Broncos and how Russ has played was able to overshadow just how bad that game was on the other side of the ball too. Uh, Naheem Hines did go down with the concussion. Um, man, I hope he's okay too. Some of these concussions have just looked so bad watching these guys stand up and just barely be able to keep yeah. their, you know, feet under them. Away. Um, each quarterback did throw two interceptions and fumbled, uh, Melvin Gordon had a decent day, though. Uh, didn't really run that well as far as like overall yards, but he was given 15 attempts for 54 yards, caught three passes for 49 yards. Uh, Boone also had seven carries for 38 yards and three receptions for 47 yards. Now, as a Bronco fan, like watching this game, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but Melvin Gordon did fumble again, but because there was a penalty, it did not get it wasn't yeah. a turnover. Seriously? Like, I'm I don't know how I missed that. Yes, he literally fumbled again, but there was a penalty and it was given back to the Broncos. So oh I'm it's 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 worrying me now. Like, what do you think of this Latavius Murray signing now? Because Gordon did not run that good. I mean, he only had at one point he was only averaging like 1.2 yards. They had him out of the game for a little while. Third string was getting some rushing attempts, like do you feel confident even starting any of these running backs now? Like I was confident starting Gordon. I started him. I think a lot of people put him in thinking, okay, without Javante, you know, he's going to get the, you know, almost bell cow role. And yeah, he was having some like three down possessions, but where are you guys at with any of these running backs now going forward? Man, he had a hundred yard day. So uh, but he's obviously in his head with this fumble thing, and it's really worrying. Um, yeah. <laughs> you there was times where I saw him, like, he had a hole, but he was so worried, and he would grab, like, he was holding the ball with two hands, that he was more worried about, like, holding onto that ball than he was, like, hitting the hole and going. Yeah. And so that's where it's starting to worry me, and you're seeing it in this offense. I mean, the end of that game, fourth and one, why wouldn't you give the ball to Gordon? It's like they don't trust him enough right there to even get that ball or this to put the like ball in his hands. A really uh, you know, familiar conversation though, you know. <laughs> no, but I aside from that, like I'm I'm literally like, yes, that whole play, everything at the end of that game. I mean, Richard Sherman had serious PTSD after that game. But like <laughs> But like no, like in regards to like like legitimately for the Broncos, like starting Melvin Gordon, like do you think that this offense has the confidence in him either? Like, would you start him uh, next week? Would you start him next week? I don't want to start I'm anybody on the Broncos the next Chargers. week because I don't think that there's a good chance that they get touchdowns next week. So you bench Sutton? No, that's it's okay. So I want to bring up Sutton because I do feel like he's kind of matchup proof right now they if they're gonna move the ball it happens through him in any kind of ppr league like if you're in a standard he's not really doing much for you uh i mean he only had 74 yards in this but he had 11 targets so you can keep playing sutton but that's they're not scoring in the red zone either so he has the higher chance to (laughs) me of like you know breaking off a touchdown when they're not in the red zone Yeah. yeah I agree. Other than that, I'm probably 
off. Um, Boone I'm off wasn't good either. There. So I think you yeah. kind of like if you need to start Melvin Gordon, he's maybe going to give you around 10 points. But there's a chance if he fumbles early that he seeds the work for a good chunk of the game. So, yep. hey, Brandon, can I ask you as a Broncos fan, how much hope are you putting in Latavius Murray? I wouldn't necessarily say hope, uh, but I want a running back that is confident. So, like, you look confident in that one game with the Saints. I, I actually, I, I mean, I, I, I am hopeful. I, I guess let's let's put it that way. Like, I hope he, cool. I hope he takes over the backfield enough that he's that the offense will trust him with the ball because they need this offense needs to figure out its identity and if you don't trust either of the running backs behind you, then there's no identity. And then the defense doesn't have to trust that running game either. And that's what's, that's what's hurting them. So uh, honestly, I'm just not confident in the play calling and all of that. So um, realistically, I'm not necessarily confident in the Broncos either. Uh, So that's just kind of how it is going to be for a little while. Um, I would uh, be benching uh, Russell Wilson. I would be benching, you know, most of these players on the Broncos until, you know, further notice. I mean, I do expect the offense to get better, but um, right now I would be benching all of them and I will be doing the same thing. Um, As far as the running backs go for the Colts, uh, Deion Jackson came in after the Naheem Hines concussion. He did rush 13 times for 62 yards, caught four passes for 29 yards. And then Philip Lindsay had 11 rushing attempts for 40 yards and caught three passes for 14 yards. Um, not really sure how this backfield is going to play out. Uh, I would expect uh, Jonathan Taylor to be back next week, um, considering they thought he might be able to play in a quick turnaround of four days. And now they have 10 days of rest. So I would expect Jonathan Taylor to come back next week. I wouldn't spend any sort of fab on Jackson or Lindsay. Um, yep. that's no, just kinda... and, and hopefully Naeem Hines is okay. And with the 10 days off, he could, uh, you know, definitely pass the concussion protocol in time for their next game. So you could be right back to Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines as the one, two there by next week. Yep. Agree. So, all right. Well, enough about that. Unbelievably boring game. Um, I'm sorry to it's anyone that watched that. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's jump into the the rest of the week five preview. Uh, first game up, we got the Dolphins three and one at Jets two and two, 45 and a half point over under Dolphins minus three and a half. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one because there's a lot of questionable players and players out for the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, Hill is questionable. Waddle is still questionable. Been dealing with that injury for a couple weeks. You saw it take him out of the game a bit last week. Two has already been ruled out. Um, call me crazy, but I could see the Jets winning this game. Um, I know that defense is really good, but I could see them winning this game. I think um, the Dolphins are at a position right now where they're they're gonna fight with everything they have to win a divisional match. Yeah, yeah. You you know you're starting Garrett Wilson. You're starting Brees Hall. Uh, I think you're good to start Conklin. He still seems to be getting the targets. I would sit Gasicki and Elijah Moore. Gasicki is a little bit interesting, though, with um, uh, Teddy Bridgewater starting. Uh, but I also think a lot of those targets might go to the running back position. 
this week. Uh, his yeah. dump offs and stuff, also, and he runs the ball. It's one of those things to watch. If you know, if Hill or Waddle are out, he might get more work just because they do like to target guys close to the line of scrimmage, and he does a great job. He's an athletic dude. Yeah, that's true. But they use him in blocking a lot because he's a good blocker, and they've had some. Uh, they've been banged up on the O line a little bit, so. Uh, he's had four targets or one target in all four games. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not, I'm, I would not like to start Gesicki. It's not a very I think high you, I think you have better options out there. Yeah, I agreed. Um, you're okay flexing Corey Davis. What about Michael Carter? Where are you guys at with Michael Carter? Because I'm leaning on the side of not really starting him anymore um, or flexing him just because yeah. Brees Hall is really commanding that backfield now. I really feel the, the you know, Brees Hall surge going on right now, so I don't really want to have anything to do with Michael Carter in my lineup. Yeah. Yeah, Let's I'd talk say about, he's probably oh, a handcuff. Like, you, he should probably still be rostered. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he's, yeah. he's a talented player, but he, Brees Hall's definitely taking over this backfield. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Dolphins backfield now with Mostert and Edmonds. Um, I am a little bit, I'm more on the Mostert side now. Like I'm okay flexing Mostert. We saw him start to get more opportunities last week. He seems to be getting more and more opportunities. I understand Edmonds was getting a little bit of the red zone targets, but that could shift or start to shift, but you could also, if something happens to one of the, I think they both need to be rostered, but For sure. are you okay with starting either one? Um, because I, if I was going to flex either one, I'd be leaning more toward Mostert. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd rather flex Mostert. Although Edmonds continues to score touchdowns, but that's probably not a very sticky thing. So yeah. we'll have to, I, I'd go with the volume of Mostert if I needed to flex one of these guys. I guess I'd, you know, I'd prefer not to. Um, but yeah, like you said, if something happened to one of them, the other becomes extremely valuable in a really good, you know, a pretty good offense that is really good if when two is there. So, um, yeah. yeah. And I think Mostert's more of like a start for me because of the questionable tag to Hill and Waddle. If one of them was to leave the game for any reason, I think they take a step up in value. Yeah. Uh, who do you think wins this game, Brandon? I think the Jets win. I kind of do too. Yeah, I think the I don't Jets blame win. You guys, but I think the Dolphins pull it out. If I was if I was to place a bet, I would take the the Jets plus three and a half. Actually, I would probably even take the Jets money line. It's I mean it's in New Jersey, uh, and uh, I think Brees Hall maybe can get it going this game. This yeah, man. that Dolphins defense is stout. That Dolphins defense is really good, but I don't the know. Dolphins win this game if they get a defensive touchdown and turn the ball over multiple yeah. times from Zach yeah. Wilson. Watch they, out, Zach Wilson. They need Hill. Like if uh, if Zach Wilson can hang on to the ball, though, then they really need Hill and Waddle to both be there and be be getting a full workload. Otherwise yep. they're they're also going to struggle to move the ball without those two guys. I think we're going to hear the the last name Holland a lot in this game. Yeah. He's going to be involved and the Jets are going to be having a bad time on offense. Yeah. All right, let's move over to the Falcons 2 and 2 at Buccaneers 2 and 2. 45 and a half point over under Bucks minus 9 and a half. Oh. Um <laughs> you know, obvious your your obvious starts this week are, you know, Drake London, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette and 
definitely the Buccaneers defense. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts has been ruled out. I still think you sit Russell Gage and Julio Jones. Uh, Julio's dealing with that PCL injury that I think is just going to linger all season. Uh, I, he's definitely not rosterable anymore. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on the Algier Huntley situation? Are you guys flexing any of them? I mean, we know that they want to run the ball, but can you run the ball against this team? No. Maybe maybe Atlanta has some success there, and they, they will probably try it a lot, but I don't. Yeah, they're going to try a lot. <laughs> These guys could both see 20 carries. <laughs> they might do absolutely nothing with them, though. They yeah. could be a completely, you know, they could they could both go like 20 for 45 yards and do nothing. Yeah, each like, each yeah, have 20 bad. for 40, two yeah. Yard, yeah, two, <laughs> yeah. average two yards a carry. Yeah, I think that's how this is going to go. Um, um, I'd rather play I Algier. I expect this to but... be, yeah, this is going to be a blowout. I got a question for you guys. Uh, how bad do Kyle Pitts owners freak out if Ferkser gets a touchdown this game? Oh my gosh. I would laugh really hard. <laughs> hundred yards. Um, oh God. You know, it's really, uh, I, Brady is a great start this week because I, I, I can't remember the exact, I had read this. I was going to put it in the notes and I forgot to, but his last like four starts against uh, Atlanta are like, Four touchdown passes and 390 yards, 280 yards and five touchdowns. He had a, a th- 400 and something yard game with four touchdowns. I mean, he's just going to light them up. Godwin, yep. Evans. Mike Evans them, used they, to do this too, by the way, with Jameis Winston. This goes back a long time for him. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a nasty game. So um, I think that's all we got about for that one. I mean, we know this is going to be a blowout. You're starting your – your big players. There's not a lot on the Falcons you're going to roll with. Um, uh, let's get over the Titans. Hey, two if and the two. Falcons, oh, if the Falcons win this game, we really know nothing about the NFL. Like by 100%. we, I mean the Royal we. Like everybody, everybody. Like so many people are so Royal. confused right now. And if something, if something crazy like the Falcons upset the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay, oh man, it's yeah. it's a crazy season. I already don't know anything about the NFL, but that would be madness. You know how many people <laughs> would lose money? Like, uh, I think the only other crazier one would be if the uh, Steelers managed to beat the Bills this weekend. Uh, that would be the craziest upset ever. Um, anyways, Titans 2-2 two and two at Commanders 1-3. and 42.5 point over-under. Titans minus 2.5. Uh, you're starting Derrick Henry, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. Are you starting Carson Wentz? Yeah. Just in a two QB league or one QB league too. Yeah. I think if you need to stream him this week, you can, because I think he's going to bounce back a little bit here at home from two bad games and the Titans D is vulnerable. I feel the same yeah. way. I think the, you know, he could have a similar game to like Derek Carr this week in stats. And man, yeah. Henry could start the game out with some really big running against a, a kind of weak commander's D and Wentz could just have to throw and throw and throw. And the Titans aren't good enough to where I'm worried. He's going to throw like just interception after interception. He'll throw at least one cause he's Carson Wentz, but like, you know, I, I think you could see a lot of fantasy points from him. Yeah, this week you're sitting Brian Robinson, but I think this might be your last week of being able to flex Antonio Gibson. I yeah. think we could start to see that shift. Uh, I was reading I so. about uh, Brian Robinson in practice, and he broke off like a 45-yard touchdown 
And uh-huh. on his way back, the coach grabbed him and pulled him over and like gave him a fist bump and was just kind of blown away that he was able to do that. So they want Brian Robinson out there. They see his explosiveness and Gibson's carries have just gone down every single week. I mean, his snap share went from 66% in week one to 32% last week. Um, I just, I, I see the writing on the wall. I think this is either your last chance to try and sell him to somebody not really paying attention. Um, and uh, I, I just think the writing's on the wall. And then Robert Woods, you guys are, Good flexing him. I actually like it this week. I think Robert Woods is a pretty good start this week. Um, going yeah. against a pretty weak commanders team and no Yeah. Yeah. I also think a sneaky start in DFS is uh, Kyle Phillips. I love Kyle Phillips. He's really he had, cheap in DFS, like thirty eight hundred. He had a ton of targets last week or in week one. He's you know, been we could banged up the last couple weeks. Yep. Um, one thing to note, I'm just we're a few weeks away, it sounds like, still from Chase Young coming back to this commander's team. But, man, I can't wait for that to happen. They're just so much better of a team when he's there. Yeah, agreed. And I just miss it, watching that guy play. He's Dang so it. good. Really, really he's good. so good. All right. Uh, fine, 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 wow. Words. Uh, 49ers. Oh, 55ers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can talk, I promise. Uh, 49ers two and two at Panthers one and three, 39 and a half point over under 49ers minus six and a half. Uh, God, to be six it's, and a half point favorites with that over under, not enough points, <laughs> but even with like a 39 and a half point over under, that's just uh, implied points is nothing for the Panthers. Uh, definitely starting Jeff Wilson. Uh, man, he's really coming along. He's, he's looking pretty good out there. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I just want to ask this. Do you think Jeff Wilson could keep the job when Mitchell comes back? Uh, no. Okay. Me either. I, 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 I was talking with Ritter about this and I, I don't think so either. I think they just put Mitchell back in. Mitchell's I think, good. I think Mitchell's good. I think Wilson is good in this system. And yeah. I think they would rather have a guy out there who's good in this system and also a talented running back than a guy who is fitting the system and keeps the offense running and isn't going to screw stuff up for you. Like that's yeah. nice to have. It's great to have, but um, yeah, you can keep playing Wilson until, until Mitchell comes back, but that could be a while. Yeah. Uh, starting Debo, starting CMC. Where are you guys at with George Kittle? Uh, with, their stuff. Left, with with their tackle being out, they have used him for blocking so much. Yeah, and they may not need him in this game. To me, this is going to sound crazy, but Kittle is a sit for me this week. I I might be with you on that. I'm worried. Be, I'm worried they're going to use him in blocking, just like you said with the tackle out. So uh, it's it's risky. There's the hard part is who on like. Even if he has limited routes, if he sees, you know, four or five targets on those limited routes, he's the type of tight end that could like he could win you your week just on four or five targets because he has explosive after the catch ability. So, yeah, yeah, you know, and he could be used in an end zone. He could easily be uh, designed for an end zone package this week so that they can try and get him involved in some way, you know, so um 
Well, let me ask you this, because these are players that you likely picked up while Kittle was out to start the season. So um, Higby or Kittle? Higby. Okay. Fryer Muth or Kittle? I think I'd rather start Kittle. That's really close. This, the I, Bills D is not yeah, going to be any with, better for you. With the you. Bills D, I think I'd go Kittle. Okay. Uh, Njoku. Kittle. Oof. Yeah, I'm with Jordan. Okay. All right. So there's a good, you know, pretty good line. Uh, yeah, basically, you know, if you if you have Kittle and not another tight end, you're probably still starting Kittle. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, you guys still, you know, I, I'm I'm agreeing. I'm leaning a little bit more on sitting all of the Panthers wide receivers, tight ends, even DJ Moore. I mean, I know he had 11 targets last week, but didn't turn into anything. That offense hasn't turned into anything against the San Francisco defense either, man. No, this is a good defense. But DJ Moore is not a drop candidate. I've had people talking about it on Twitter. He's not. Like, I just, I get it. I know it's hard to say that, but um, he's so, so talented. Um, You know, what was Dude, that they still make the that switch they back? They don't have to start Baker all year. Yeah, they could bench Baker at some point when it's obvious that they're not making the playoffs. They could decide, hey, you know what? Let's give Sam another shot. And Sam yeah. Darnold will be slightly better for DJ Moore and still terrible for the entire team. Yeah, he'll still turn the ball over. Um, oh, yeah. You guys okay with flexing Brandon Ayuk this week against a pretty weak Panthers defense? Yeah, we I mean, I guess that they're, not they're giving up like 350 defense, plus yards a game or something. Yeah, they have their moments. The ball where they over. Look good. Yeah, they get turnovers. That two games in a row with a touchdown on the defense. Yeah. So, but they give up the yardage, and yeah. this Niners offense is starting to figure it out. I think that last game against the Rams, they looked really good. So, I I like this Niners offense. Like I said, I don't think six and a half points is enough. I think the Niners are going to smash this team. Yeah, but still, okay. if you tell me that you know Carolina gets a strip sack fumble for a you know for fumble recovery for a touchdown i'm not surprised at all no it could happen yeah. it could be their only points of the game yep yep hey you thought all thursday right. night's offense was bad man wait till you see the panthers i'm i'm gonna be real honest with you i think their offense is even more exciting than what we saw on thursday night because at least cmc because at least they have cmc but outside of that nobody does anything it was literally i was watching the highlights from their last game just earlier today and it was like cmc highlights and then a bunch of like hilarious mishaps (laughs) yeah yeah all right eagles four and oh at cardinals two and two 48 and a half point over under eagles minus five and a half uh, you're you're starting your your you know all your big boys here. Hurts, Kyler, AJ Brown, yeah, you are. Uh, Hollywood, Miles Sanders, Zacherts, Dallas Goddard. Okay, now I want to ask about James Conner in this game. Uh, we haven't seen a ton out of James Conner. We haven't seen the red zone opportunities for James Conner like we were last year. I'm gonna throw out a couple of names at the running back position, these are some things that I've seen on Twitter. I've talked to some other people about, you know, James Connor or Kareem hunt this week. Connor. I agree. Okay. James Connor or Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke. Yeah. It, it sounds like Pollard might not go. Exactly. He he's, he's sick. Uh, he's not injured. He has an illness. He's been missing practice and they're not sure if he's going to be able to go Sunday, if he's not going, then it's definitely Zeke. Okay. 
So James Conner is in your lineup, though. Like you're starting him, you're rolling him out there, you're ready to go. Damian Pierce most situations, yeah. There, if you, for instance, though, like if you had Miles Sanders as your other RB in that situation, like go ahead and play Miles Sanders over James Conner and bench James Conner. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty close. I guess I'd, I think I'd rather start Sanders because it looks like they'll probably win this game, mm-hmm. so you could get a good amount of carries. Probably have a this shot. Cardinals' at it. offense is just so bad. Like I know they the put up points the at the end of games. Yeah, but this you know, is Kyler is magical for like you know seven minutes of the game. For me, that's part of why you can't bench Connor right now. Is like they're tr- really trying to figure it out, and they've had some success after they've had a lot of failure. And I think part of what's going to help them get going is trying to get the ball into James Connor's hand. So. I he's think he's some burst plays too, man. He doesn't look this that offense, bad. No, he doesn't look this, bad. When he's healthy, he's good. So this offense is going to be turning around too. They get Hopkins back in two weeks as well. Yeah. Now the you Eagles know. D is really good though. So yes, they are. It could yes, be tough. I mean, it's it's not going to be easy. He's probably not going to have a huge game, but he's probably still a high end RB too. Yeah. I would really think so. Um, sitting Dorch, uh, Flex, Devonta Smith. What about Rondell Moore? Didn't see a ton out of him last week, even in his. Dude. I know it was his return game, but it's the opposite for me. What I just said about Connor, he looked bad on the field. Okay, okay, yeah, that's. I, I'm a, I'm a sit Rondell again this week. Yeah, I mean, you, you almost certainly don't have to play him. So yeah, you can, you've, you you've can wait. More than likely, got lots of other options. Yeah. All right, let's jump over to the Cowboys three and one at Rams two and two, 42 and a half point over under Rams minus five and a half. Uh, I think that's a pretty generous line for the Rams, honestly. I agree. Uh, I think this is going to be closer than people think. Considering how their offenses have been, um, you know, you're starting Cup, you're starting Lamb, Higby, Zeke, like we talked about. Where are you at with Dalton Schultz this week? I don't want to start him if I don't have to. Yeah, that's I'm worried about I'm, his health still. Yep, I've still got him on my bench. Um, it sucks. Uh, I thought this was his year. It's his contract year, and now he's dealing with the knee injury. So uh, we've talked about Allen Robinson. He's basically on most people's waiver wire right now. Um, Tony Pollard. I've had people tell me that he's not a droppable guy and that you're not going to find anybody on the waiver wire better than Allen Robinson right now. And I'm telling you, I will take somebody that is getting consistent targets over Allen Robinson because they don't seem to even want to try to get him the ball. Zay Jones. I would start Zay Jones over him. Yeah, heck yeah. If you're in a really deep league. If you're in a deep league, there might not be anybody out there to drop for him. If you're in some kind of like a dynasty league, there's almost certainly nobody out there for you to drop Allen Robinson for. But if you're in a, a 10 team redraft, like there's people on the waiver wire who you can flex and uh, you I bet right now in you your cannot team play Rob. Probably in a 12 team as well. Yeah. Uh, monitor Tony Pollard. If he's good to go, are you playing him though against this defense? Sure. Yeah, they're not that I, great. I they think, haven't been very yeah. good. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and, uh, I'm Pollard, not that scared of them. And they're going to be running Pollard like on the outside and getting him, you know, screens and stuff like that. He's not going to be running up the middle at Aaron Donald. So, yeah, and yeah. give it up for the Cowboys D. I'm actually more afraid of the Cowboys D this year than I am of Rams. Yeah, yep. they look good. They're not going to stop Cooper Cup, but no, but they're going to 
probably take down Stafford a few times. Definitely. Um, oh, yeah. So I actually have a question relating to this game. Uh, in a two-quarterback league where I'm in a tough position, I have Cooper Rush, and I have Jameis Winston, who's injured, but I also have his backup, Andy Dalton. Would you start Cooper Rush or Andy Dalton as your Superflex? And Andy Dalton plays Seattle, Seattle, right? Seattle, yeah. He's home against Seattle, Cooper Rush at the Rams. Cooper Rush. Ugh. <laughs> I would start Cooper Rush. Yeah, Cooper okay, Rush still I'm has CeeDee Lamb. He has Noah Brown. He has Michael Gallup. He has Zeke. <laughs> he has the weapons to move the ball. I agree. Whereas Andy Dalton, yes, he has Kamara coming back, but he has Olave, and that's basically it. Yeah. So no Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry's questionable. Yeah, I go Cooper Rush. That's who I have in right now. So And Cooper Rush is playing pretty good. He's like been He hasn't good. been terrible. And the Rams you know? D currently is 20th against quarterback. So, yes. Um, as far as Akers and Henderson go, I'm a bench on both. I Agreed. would not flex either one. I still need to get I you guys. No idea. Your punishment, though. Oh, yeah. we'll get that. Yeah, Don't you're going to have to water us. We'll get together yeah. uh, next Saturday or something. Yeah. 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 Yay. Don't worry. You can. <laughs> dump water on me while I'm wearing that disgusting jersey. We no, can you can wear the jersey with the dry off. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Bengals 2-2 two and two at Ravens 2-2. Two and two. It's the Sunday night football game. This is going to be a fantastic game. Yeah. Raven or Over-under is 47.5. Ravens minus 3.5. Uh, there's a lot of people you can start in this game. Lamar, Burrow, Mixon, J.K. Dobbins. Mark Andrews is going to have a massive game. Uh, I think Duvernay is a flex. Um, yeah, I, I think do you can like flex him this week. Game. Yeah, I like him in this game. I think he's going to see some targets. I think with with no Bateman, I think Duvernay might be a must start. There's I wouldn't no, blame anybody for having him in a lineup. There's no, no way at home Lamar against a Bengals defense that hasn't been you know extremely impressive. They're a good defense, but they're not a, a scary defense for fantasy. Andrews is not going to be the only person succeeding in this offense. And no. it's not just going to be all Dobbins either. So he's going to throw the ball and he's, I think Duvernay's the guy there when, when there's no Bateman dudes watch out for Dobbins getting like eight targets this game. It's going to be beautiful. He could, yeah. uh, you're starting chase Higgins. I know he's questionable, but I think he's expected to play. If he's in, he's in Are your you, lineup. Yes. Um, I I know we talked a little bit about Gus Edwards. I would probably still wait because we don't know what his involvement's going to be. I wouldn't flex him or start him this week. This is a definite wait and see what his involvement looks like. And uh, yeah. Tyler yeah, Boyd, yeah. Tyler Boyd actually interests me a little bit this he week. Who's my flex of the week? If uh, if Higgins is a no go, I think Boyd is a must start. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I was just like, going to say the same thing. Even Higgins with Higgins there, I don't mind putting Tyler Boyd in your flex. No, he's still a good player, and we've seen him break a long touchdown where he can make your week okay on just one play. Like and he's he's good. Once again, this Ravens defense, you know, has some injuries in in the secondary. So the guy, you know, the super talented wide receiver three who's gonna win those matchups against those guys who've not seen a ton of snaps on the D. Yeah. He's he's gonna win. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's jump over to the last game of the week. Raiders 1-3 and three at Chiefs 3-1. and one. It's the Monday Night fo Football game. 
51 and a half point over under Chiefs minus seven and a half. Wow. I didn't think the line would be that high. Yikes. Um, Mahomes, uh, I think you're okay starting Derek Carr. Uh, the Chiefs are known to give up points, but they're just known to score a whole lot of points. Um, streaming Carr. Yeah. yeah. CEH, yeah. Adams should have a pretty good game this week. Uh, Kelsey. Waller is one of those guys you just kind of always have to roll out there and start. Um, his involvement in the offense hasn't been too high. I thought it would be higher with Renfro being out. Um, yeah. It was disappointing you know. the last couple of weeks. All right, guys. I've got a dynasty league where I have him and Everett. Who would you start this week? They both just had their questionable tags removed. Who's Everett go up against this week? Uh, I should know this off the top of my head, and I don't. I, I, I think I'd go Cleveland. Waller. Ooh. I at think, the Browns. I think I'd go Waller. I think I'd go Waller, too. They're going to need him. They're going to need him to to stay in this game. So uh, there's a chance they just don't stay in this game. I'm so worried. I'm so nervous about this game. So that's It'll why be more exciting than our game. That's why I put Jacobs in here as a possible sit because we've, you know, I mean, historically, Jacobs is great when the Raiders win and not good when the Raiders lose. And, you know, as a seven and a half point underdogs, even if we manage to win this game, it's uh, it's unlikely we'll be like leading the game for the long period of time. So I and it'll be an air raid. Yeah, I I, I worry know. about Jacobs. It's you know it's very possible that we our scores could come on the goal line and he could run in the touchdowns. And mm-hmm. you know the Raiders are going to score in this game. Their offenses look pretty good, and the Chiefs give it up. So uh, it should be a pretty high scoring game. But you know he was an absolute punisher on the ground last week and he's so good <laughs> and you gotta give credit to uh the Raiders center Andre James came back last week too and played a phenomenal game um if, if he keeps that up and they do have that much success running the ball you know that's that's a good way for the Raiders to win games it's how Josh McDaniels has won a lot in the past well so, and running is a lot in the running past. can be a recipe no for I don't mean him as a head Chiefs. coach I mean him as an offensive coordinator like look at <laughs> look at what Jonathan Taylor did running can be uh, a recipe for success against the Chiefs trying to keep Mahomes off the field as much as possible right. so if the Raiders are able to run it against the Chiefs D Jacobs could be the key to actually keeping this game within reach rather than like I said, you know, man, but the difference is 5.6 points or or 22.8 points. Like one or the other for Josh Jacobs this week. I think Yeah, he's risky. I think think he could be a sub 10 point week this week. I agree. It's, it's a higher likelihood than a lot of weeks. Yeah. Uh, What about Juju? Where are you guys at with him this week? I'm pretty good playing Juju this week, actually. I, li- I actually like Juju this week. Yeah. So here, here's an int- okay, Juju or Deontay Johnson? Oh. Mm, Juju. Dang it, Juju. You keep pulling me back in. I benched Deontay for Juju this week. So that was a weird thing to do, but I did it. It's so. close. It's close. Deontay commands a lot of targets. But, yeah, the rookie yeah. quarterback scares me a little. Against the Bills. Yeah. Against the Bills, 14-point underdog. I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. And I, where are you guys at on Renfro this week? He should be. He Did he clear? Is he back for sure? Or is he not cleared yet? 
Dude, that's protocol. a good question. Not a hundred percent sure. I I haven't heard like there has I haven't seen any alerts or anything that he's cleared protocol yet. So, and that's crazy. He was on the practice field on Wednesday. Full on practice. Thursday. Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna be back then. Okay, where are you at? Are you are you flexing Renfro then this week? Uh no, I don't want to. Okay, I, mean, I think I think there's other look, options. If, if we're saying with. if we're saying that um you shouldn't start Jacobs because the Raiders are going to be behind in this game. Then that means that Carr's going to be throwing and Renfro is going to be involved. So if, if you see, you know, the chiefs winning this game and kind of smashing on the Raiders, which is more likely then Renfro should be a start. Okay. That's an interesting one. I think you could go either way. I'm leading more of the not start, but I could see it. Um, okay. Jordan well, or Juju. Juju. Uh, Juju. Yeah. I know you asked Jordan, but I was answering too. <laughs> Don't leave me out of this. It was the correct um, answer. Yeah. All right. It is time to get into our DFS <laughs> Smackdown. <laughs> it's a Smackdown, so boys. I love it. So, results from week four. Uh, I you can skip over this. You can just win. lean right over. Yeah. I squeaked out the win 105.62. Jordan had 100.18, and Josh had 97.64. It was close. Well, I, I switched out a player on Brandon's team this last week. No, no I didn't know Jordan's team, excuse me. Yeah, I was the yeah. winner last week, and now, now yeah. I've fallen so far. Yeah, you went from losing to winning back to losing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I've taken so second I all to... weeks. <laughs> or, yeah. wait, no, I lost last week. Yeah, then we gotta we gotta pick it up this week so now we've got our week five lineups in play here um so uh why don't you give us your quarterback josh i took jalen hurts for eight thousand one hundred dollars okay and uh jordan your quarterback yeah i took brady for six thousand Okay, I took Lamar Jackson for eight thousand. Um, okay. okay, and that's yeah. I like I like both of yours, but yeah, if I could, mm, that Lamar Jackson mm. pick this week is gonna be so nice. I'm so excited <laughs> for it. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Josh, why don't you give us your two running backs? All right, I actually saved a little bit. I went James Robin for sixty three hundred and Damian Harris for fifty six hundred. James Robin. James Robinson. <laughs> James Robin. No, his son. James Robin. Yeah. Son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, Jordan, who are your two running backs this week? I went Nick Chubb at 8,000 and James Robinson at 6,300. Ooh, I love it. I you also have. I did. I also, chub- I also chubbed up. Nice. So I have Chubb as well, and I have Damian Pierce. As well. So Who's the other Damien? Yep. 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 Okay. Uh, three wide receivers for you, Josh. All right. I went with the stack with uh, with my boy Jalen Hurts. We got AJ Brown for 7,500. Jalen Waddle, hopefully he makes it, you know, makes the start in uh, 6,700. If I don't, if he, if he doesn't end up starting, I'm going to take Christian Kirk there instead for 6,600. 
And then we got George Pickens for 4,300. Ooh, that's, nice, a, that's nice. an interesting I, one. I like that. I went with a double stack with Mr. Brady. I took Mike Evans at 6,900, and I took Chris Godwin at 5,900. And I also added Drake London on the other side of that same game, 5,900. You are going to be watching that game closely. Yeah, <laughs> it's big up. for me. Yep. Um, and I took uh, Chris Godwin, uh, Alave, and Robert Woods as my three wide receivers. Or the prices. Um, damn. Hold on. <laughs> if you don't have it pulled up, then don't worry about it. No, I, I got it right here. Uh, Godwin was 5,900, Alave was 5,700, and Robert Woods was 5,200. Okay, so you saved some money there, wide receiver. Yes, I did. Um, okay, tight end for you, Josh. All right, I'm believing in it. I'm going to keep riding it for one more week. TJ Hawkinson. Wow. 4,900. I uh, I saved a little here. I went Conklin. He was kind of the cheapest guy that I thought was uh, still start worthy, and he could see a lot of targets. I went ultra cheap at tight end, and with Cameron Brait being ruled out, I took Cade Otten. Uh, he ran 60% of routes uh, in weeks two and three, and I think we could see some involvement again next week from him, so... Uh, just took the took the risk for only twenty five hundred, and we'll see if he can just just give me one one end zone, you know, one touchdown. I'll be I'll be happy there. One end zone. So one end zone. <laughs> one end zone. Yeah, I, I meant to say see the end zone. Uh, just <laughs> give me one end zone. Yeah, it's close enough. Give so, it to me. You got it. Okay, uh, let's get your flex, Josh. All right, I went with Nelson Aguilar, my boy Nelly. Interesting. He plays against Detroit, and I think uh, I think it's going to be one of those games where we'll just see a bunch of points scored again. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I want the same game, different receiver, Devontae Parker, forty seven hundred. Oh, there we go. And I went with Mostert uh, for five thousand. Ooh. Ooh, in the the Miami uh, Jets game. Um, I just I, I took the risk. He's been getting the targets, been getting the uh, the touches. So I just I, I took it. Let's let's see what happens. He was only five thousand, so I was able to save a little bit of money and spend up at quarterback and uh, running back. So uh, what about your defense, Josh? All right, I went with the Dallas Cowboys for just twenty five hundred. I think that uh, this Rams offense. You know, this is just me putting it out there that the Rams are not not very good on offense, aside from Cooper Cup. Okay, and Jordan. I also spent twenty five hundred on my defense, but I uh, I took the Seahawks. They are playing the Saints, and the Saints are without Jameis Winston and without Michael Thomas. And Andy Dalton is uh, definitely past his prime. So um, for a quarterback, he's probably like just barely older than me. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. I went with the Eagles defense against Arizona for 3,500. By the way, but guys, barely older than Jordan is is ancient in football <laughs> terms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, they they don't. There's only like two people in the NFL older than us. So. If, if I'd played, I'd have retired by now. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. Brandon. Who'd you say your defense was? The Eagles defense. Oh, okay. Uh, against spending, Arizona yeah. for 3,500. 
Well, you'll get three so, quarters of awesome defense. <laughs> I'm banking on a touchdown. Um, they're going to get a pick six. You in that get game, that. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it is time since Josh, you were. Oh. It's okay. It's uh kill me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get to swap out a player now for you. Um, let's see. Who do we got? This is interesting. Um, so within a thousand. I'm so glad it's not one of mine. Um, oh, that lineup. one's kind of interesting. Um, let's see. Hey, it's worked out so far every week. I know. Who are you going to give me some points with, Brandon? Come on. I know. That's where we're at right now. Um, let's see. Oh, I got one. We are going to <laughs> uh, swap out Jalen Waddle uh, for Amari Cooper. Oh. You're playing oh, a dangerous game right now, Brandon. I hate that you did that. Because if our trends continue, that means Amari Cooper will have a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was either... I hate when Amari that. Cooper has a good game. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. I got an even better one. Time oh, out. no, that was perfect. <laughs> no, this one's really good. Because I might play him now because I'm going to choose this. You're going to start Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get Deontay Johnson. I like the Cooper one better. Now we know Deontay is gonna I, outscore. Him. I don't like this though. <laughs> I, I I like the Deontay Johnson one. So you instead of Waddle. Oh, I didn't even realize I could have done AJ Brown too. That one would have been really fun. I could have swapped out AJ Brown because he's gonna have a good game. Yeah, but that's really good. Let's see, what's he at? Seventy five hundred. Uh, yeah, he would. You would. Yeah, Christian Kirk, uh, Jalen Waddle, DK Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have worked. Damn. And I, your running backs, not (laughs) bad. I mean, I couldn't really swap out Robinson. Um. I think but you made the starting, right choice for who I to I made swap. the right choice because now you're starting both Deontay Johnson and Pickens. So against the, best <laughs> against the best defense in the NFL. So the rookie quarterback. Uh, oh, that's so, brutal. I think I'm okay with this. I think I think we're gonna leave it there. Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite. They're both on my team too. <laughs> the team that I benched them both on. <laughs> Trade me Pickens. Uh, we can talk. <laughs> we can talk. Right. I, I I sent out offers to try I, and trade Deontay Johnson. I feel him, like but... whatever league it's in, I probably don't need a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. My wide no, receivers you don't, are. It's in league of record. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine there. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. That will wrap up uh, episode 20 of our Best Coast Fantasy Football podcast. I'm I'm proud. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out and listening. And, you know, this this SmackDown is getting more and more fun every week, honestly. And the scores are getting closer and closer. I mean, 
Well, I'm starting got, to figure out how to do this. Yeah, we've got like <laughs> eight points separating first and last place. So uh, it's it's gonna it's getting closer and closer. This is going to be pretty entertaining. And I think this week's going to be pretty close. Jordan, you are really dependent on that uh, Bucks and Falcons game. But that could – I mean, both Evans and Godwin have a good chance about getting in the end zone. Godwin's about to smash. That's who I started over Matthew Stafford in our Superflex League. It's Brady. No, I oh, started Godwin. Oh, right. You're not starting two QBs. You're crazy. Dude, I don't have any other QB until Deshaun Watson comes back. <sighs> Rough. Because I, I traded my other two QBs to get Keenan Allen and Kamara. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now I have too many, like, positional players to play and no quarterbacks. So it's not yeah. a good way to approach Superflex, I don't think. But Thank you. We'll, I, we'll see. I, I thought I could make the <laughs> trade for a quarterback, and everyone is turning down my trade offers. So it Dude, hasn't worked out. got hurt, and now it's so scarce. You traded yeah. me Wentz, and you were the only one who would even discuss trading a QB to me when I lost uh, Trey Lance. So yeah, no one, no one will talk to me about QBs. I've tried. You should have I, known when I paid up to get Wentz that getting a QB was going to be hard. <laughs> I offered a boatload, a boatload for uh, Herbert and Allen, and yeah. neither one of them listened to me. I had a single thought about putting Daniel Jones on the on the uh, trading block, and then he got injured. So <laughs> I'll still take him. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, you guys can find us on Twitter at Best Coast FF. You can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I'm at BCFF Josh. All right. Uh, One more time just for Josh. Uh, There it is. And for your Broncos. Hey, yeah. Yeah, don't worry. We'll be playing that next week for you. Double whammy. Uh, Yeah. When the Raiders lose by 30, don't come crying back. All right, you guys. Have a great (laughs) great week five. We'll see you guys on Monday. (laughs) Ha ha ha!